Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. With Matins, I know we're going to have to get used to all the different things here. It's still kind of fresh and new for all of us, so um, we'll, we'll get through these things. And um, we'll also get through this sermon because this sermon is one of those sermons that is uh, a little rough. It's one of those where um, you get to the end of the gospel reading, and it doesn't really quite sound like a whole lot of gospel going on here if you pay, a, if you pay attention to a certain part, that is. It's a, it's a hard sermon, it's a hard lesson, because we have to reconcile the fact that the end is coming. In fact, that's why today is the last Sunday. The last Sunday in the church year is supposed to point us toward, um, is supposed to point us toward the Advent season to come next week, and during that season, we're not only preparing for Christmas, but we're also preparing for Christ to come on the last day. And this gets us ready because we say, well, what's it going to be like? And I've gotten that question before. What's it going to be like in, in not just heaven, but the new heavens and, and, and the new earth? when Christ comes back. And I say, you know, I, we can have a few glimpses. What I can really tell you is what's going to happen on that last day. And it is a day that um, we really should be looking forward to. It seems like it's a scary day. In fact, it is a day of wrath and judgment. But one thing I do want to point out is what this means for us as Christians and also what it means for those who are not Christians, those who don't know Christ. It is not something that they should really be looking forward to, hence the need to turn away from their sins and trust in Christ. But we'll see that in a second here. We see that on the last day, judgment is coming. Separation is coming. The sheep and the goats will be divided, rightly. God will not make a mistake on that day. He is perfectly just. He is perfectly righteous. And he knows who belongs to him. So let's take a peek at what he is saying here. He says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all, and all, and all the holy... Excuse me. And all... The holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. He will come and he will judge. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. And then we see what he says to each one. It's worth pointing out what is happening here. God is telling us that on the last day, he will divide the righteous and, and, and the condemned. And the righteous, it may seem at first glance that he is saying that what they do is what saves them, right? 
if you just kind of glanced at this, you'd say, that seems like works righteousness, that, you know, because you did all these things, therefore you are blessed. But before he even gives the evidence, he says that they are blessed by his Father. The blessing of God comes first before he counts anything that, 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 that we do. We see that these sheep on the last day are actually so surprised about what's said about them, they repeat it word for word, saying, Lord, when did we see you in all these ways? You know, that I'll go through all the lists, but it's like they go through every single point. Hungry, and we fed you. Thirsty, and we gave you something to drink, and on and on and on. When did we see you and do these things? It's not because they want to hear it again, but it's because they're so surprised by saying, I wasn't even trying, <laughs> you know? It's one of those things um, when you see about what we talk about as Christians bearing, bearing good fruit, right? That there are some Christians who will harp on that and say, you need to check your fruit. Is it good fruit? Is it bad fruit? This, that, and the other. We're more along the lines of saying, you know what? You don't have to go and tell a tree, grow some apples, right? It's just going to grow the apples that it's going to grow. It just does it, right? But at the same time, you don't just leave that tree by itself to just do what it's going to do. You have to prune it. You have to cultivate it. You have to take care of it so that its growth is not stunted and that it actually does bring forth a better, a better yield, right? I'm not a farmer. I'm not a horticulturist, but I at least know that much, right? That you have to take care of these things. You have to trust that God will do what he is going to do for that tree in having it bring forth good fruit, but you do your part, right, in trusting him all, all the while. So these sheep will say, Lord, when did we basically, as a tree would say, what do I care about growing apples, growing oranges, whatever? It's just what I do, right? They were not concerned about it because it's just part of their life. But it is a comfort to see this, that it is not about works, because these works are not really, I mean, if you want to like rank works, they're really not anything super, super special. They gave some, they gave, they gave some food to someone who, 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 who was hungry. They clothed someone who needed that, right? They did these small things. But the thing about the difference between the sheep and the goats is it's not about what they're doing, but it is about the faith that they hold. It is about the trust. Who are they trusting? That makes all, that makes all the difference. These sheep are not trusting themselves. They are trusting in God to take care of them, and they're just doing what comes natural. And so we see that even the smallest works show the smallest faith, and the smallest faith can save, right? Because works of faith aren't just about charity, right? It's not just about giving somebody 
some food or clothing or something else that they might need. It's not about that. It is about confessing what you believe in what you do. That you feed someone because that's what Christ does for you. You clothe someone because he has clothed you in in righteousness. You take someone in because you have been taken in by Christ to his church. And so on and so forth. We love because he first loved loved us. So it all begins with God. And it all is about faith and trust in Christ. So that's the sheep. And then here comes the really uncomfortable part, the goats. Now, this is not God saying that he prefers goats over sheep in general. This is just the analogy that he uses here. And for good reason, because those on his left hand He says, depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels because you did not do these things. Now notice, the the sheep, when he says that they have done these things, they list out word for word. When did we do these things? When did we feed you? When did we clothe you? When did we do all this? But the goats, you can tell their attitude just by the way that they respond. They abbreviate God's word. They say, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or naked or cold or any of these things and not minister to you? Even in judgment, they care so little about God's word that they just kind of lump it all together, and just kind of hurry through it, right? This, the attitude that they have shows the attitude that they had while they were, well, in that season of grace where God was waiting for them to turn and to trust in him. And he says, assuredly, I say to you, as much as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. And that is the issue because the goats, no doubt, will say, no, I did all kinds of good stuff. I did all kinds of good works. And yet, what they'll be saying no forever about is the fact that they did not have faith. It is a very sad thing to have to think about judgment. It is not something that we Christians like to think about. In fact, We get tossed at us all the time, do we not? Judge not, lest ye be judged. As a pastor, that's an occupational hazard, right? I am not judging anybody. I'm not saying everybody on pulpit side, you're the sheep. Everybody on the lectern side, sorry guys, you're the goats. That's not my job. My job is to warn you. My job is to tell you that judgment is coming, that you do not want to find yourself on the side of the goats that say, no, Lord, I did all these things. I did all kinds of stuff. But 
no matter what, the evidence doesn't prove out because they, they looked at Christians. Goats will look at Christians and hear the gospel and say, no, that's, that's not for me. I'm okay. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm okay. I'll do my own thing and I'll be just fine. But it is incumbent on us as Christians to say, no, you won't be just fine. I'm not judging you, but God will someday and he will judge me. But you know what the difference is? I will be judged righteous. Not because of me, but because of Christ who saves me. That's the difference. And if anybody does come to you as a Christian and say, why do you do all these things? Like if you're doing, if you're feeding someone, clothing someone, taking care of someone, and they say, I don't get it. What's all this about? The answer is, because Christ does this for me. I do this for the sake of Jesus. And I do this for the sake of his glory, not my own, right? That is the difference. And the sad thing is, is that on the last day, there will be those who will go into the fire that lasts forever. And the sad thing is, is that fire is not meant for them. It was not meant in the beginning for them. It was meant for Satan. But that's the problem. That anybody who does not follow Jesus follows Satan. It is a harsh dichotomy. It is a harsh distinction. It is black and white. And while it may make us squirm, hopefully it makes you squirm in a good way to say, there's somebody I got to go talk to. There's somebody that I got to go and tell that they need Christ. And there's somebody that I got to be patient with because they're probably not going to listen to me on the first go around. There's somebody out there that needs to hear this because I don't want to see them on the other side and say, could have said something, right? Could have done something. But don't let that also stop you from talking to somebody because the thing is, is that while you go and you say the good word, it is God's Holy Spirit that does the work to bring to faith. We are not about haranguing people and lambasting people into faith. That's not faith. But God supplies that as he sees fit. It is not for us to know who is a sheep and who is a goat. It is for us to trust that God knows what he's doing. It is for us to trust in his word and trust that we are sheep because of Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That in these things, we should go forward and realize that in this world, we should set our minds on Christ, for he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will judge, and he is doing all things for our sakes, for our good. We trust in him, and we know that on the last day, we who trust in Christ will get a judgment, but a judgment of not guilty, because Christ has done that for us. And in all these things, we go forward because the peace of God
which surpasses all understanding, guards our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.